Okay, listen up, everybody. Turn up your volumes. Announcement. You are now listening to How That's Garbage Media Production. Champion of the world. It's Happy Hour, your no! favorite podcast. Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. No! Introducing host. your hosts, Snake and Trav. The garbage. What up, Snake and Trav? Episode five, I think. More importantly, week three of college football. What's up, Trav? Good to see you, buddy. How's your weekend? Weekend was good, brother. Weekend was good. Uh, good to be back with some 5G LTE and some high-definition television. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, you make it back Sunday? Made it back Sunday. Any any uh, orienteering to report? Did you get lost at all, or are we all safe and sound? Pretty No, not my... Uh, did get lost. Yeah, didn't get lost much. Uh, I was more of a follower as opposed to a leader, so that was probably that's probably why we didn't get lost. All right. Uh, the dog did or did not come. No go. No go on the dog. Probably a good thing too. It was a pretty intense hike. Uh, it was like uh, the other dog. Uh, the first night after about a twelve twelve or thirteen mile hike. Gas. Uh, yeah, he said that. The guy that we were with said he was actually kind of concerned when he went in and the dog was uh, just motionless there. I actually had to check the pulse, but the dog was fine. Yeah, was limping, did start limping by day two, uh, but seemed to, uh, she did a great job, so. Oh, awesome. And then how about um, you and me are kind of talking some smack to your wife a little bit. We we had said we hadn't done much physical activity lately, but we could, we figured you'd be fine to walk like 20 miles. Is that no problem? That was not an issue. Stamina is never an issue. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Uh so without further ado, let's uh let's get into the picks last week. Uh I feel like I should maybe just let you take the floor after just a major, major bounce back. I guess it's not a bounce back. You had a good week the week before, but this is next level. What 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 exactly happened? Not exactly sure. I've it was just absolutely wild to come back and check essentially every pick and pretty much, I pretty much got them all right. Um, actually had the benefit of listening to the second half of the podcast again, like I did last week on Sunday and just listening to us run through it, man. It was kind of cool. We didn't miss very much. So I don't know what that says for this week, but we'll see. We'll kind of see. So it's hard to imagine we could replicate that performance. I mean, I had what I thought was a great performance. But yours is, I mean, you might have won three times the units I won. So let me take a look here. Uh, excluding kind of our recreational teaser parlay, I went 12 and 8, and you went 9 and 1. And then when accounting for the happy hour parlay and teaser, which both hit this week, that's I think that's the first week that's happened. I'm up 8.1 units. You're up 19 units on the week which coincidentally puts you up 19 units on the year. Uh, 
and puts you back in the driver's seat, which sucks. I mean, I'm up 16 some units and you have somehow surpassed me. I did not see that coming. I, I guess like I texted you over the weekend. The good news is being up 19 units is hard to beat from the standpoint of I have 19 units to work with here for the rest. I, of the I saw year. I saw the uh, the plays might have you might have turned up the dial a little bit, turned up the volume. I saw some two and a half unit plays coming in. So, yeah, that's there's a little bit of a catch to that. I finally signed up for DraftKings. They don't just give you two hundred dollars to spend naturally. They give you all these twenty five dollar bets. So, OK, so you're have, firing through I, those. Yeah, and I have to use them by tomorrow. So I did uh, amp up the units a little bit this week. It's more of just a um, you know circumstantial thing. I don't plan on spending this many units every time. I was going to do it on some of them and not others. And then I realized the ones I put the heavy put the heavy the heavy hitters will miss and I'll hit the you know the ones yeah. with less dough. So I was like, I feel like I just got to do them all. Uh, try and play it. Just try and play it. Uh, play it through here. Right, I love that. Yeah, money. I. I was kind of hoping personally that you were just feeling yourself a little bit and you're like, oh, I'll just start turning up the as, turning up yeah, the units. As I was plugging them in there, I was like, yeah, as I was plugging them in there, I was thinking, uh, Jake's probably looking at these things thinking, uh, wow, he's getting he's, carried he's, away. He's flying a little he's, too close to the sun. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's about to get himself back to zero pretty quickly. Yeah. So, yeah. So let's recap the picks. Um, I didn't have any huge plays here. My biggest hit was the Texas team total under. I think it was 23 when I placed the bet. I had to place it day of. Uh, I scored four units there. I snagged a couple units on the Penn State cover and the over in that game. And then Pitt plus seven and a half helped me for two units. And then I got the Kentucky uh, cover and the money line. Uh, your biggest plays, heavy, heavy on the bills. I think seven and a half units there. So that's gigantic. That's only what I charted, but yeah, we'll just stick with that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And you know what's crazy about that? The Bills miss. You're going down nine units instead of up seven and a half. Your week yeah. is back to zero. It's, it's yeah, the, yeah. The craziest part is, geez, I must have had probably eight units on the Penn State game too uh, against Purdue. So, I mean, I really... I really could have been digging biggest, myself out of something yeah. here. So your biggest yeah. plays have hit so far. So yeah, yeah, um, and uh, I'm yeah. So I'll probably miss the next three, but it's all good. It's all I try good. not to. I try not to go too crazy on that type of stuff. I did feel good about those both of those games in and, general. That's the one thing I'll say about it. Like this week, you won't see me loading up on the Bills. Perfect. Okay, this is the exact perfect game they lose, but that was the perfect game for the Bills to. I just felt so good about it. And let's face it, they turned the ball over what four times and they still beat them by three touchdowns. I don't know. I don't know what else you need to see. From You're all over snake. that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what else you need to see from them, buddy. You're all over it. Uh, and then you also picked up a couple for the Louisville money line. Great pick. Yeah. yeah. Arkansas yeah. eight and a half. Uh, great pick. And then the Ravens. That seems obvious in hindsight, but no trouble there either. So, I saw you did get in on that one as well. Yeah, light. Went I'm, light, cons- but- I'm concerned. I still don't get it. Did you happen to catch Joe Flacco's stat line? I did someone not. Impressive. Actually, someone impressive, I believe. I believe it was uh, 34 of 59 for 300 yards or something, which, you know, 300 yards is impressive. Well, they didn't I guess. score, right? They scored like seven fi- points. Yeah, 59 attempts for 300 yards isn't... Uh, Something to write home to mom about, but it's, it's making him throw it. He's still got it. 
Still got the arm power. It's, ultimately, it just comes down to it is 0% surprising that Lamar Jackson could beat the guy that he replaced with the Ravens four years ago because he was washed up in a game by a touchdown. I, I just, I can't believe it. That's, yeah, that's a good, simple way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. So they drafted Lamar to replace that guy, and somehow he's still playing. And for some reason, someone thought that was going to be within a touchdown. I, I'm not really sure. I, anyways, uh, you know, I kind of embarrassed myself with the App State Texas A&M over. I thought there was going to be some points there. I thought it was going to be more. Hey, like, that's your only miss. The only yeah. miss was the over on the Texas yeah. A&M. App I thought State. it was going to be. I thought it was going to be in the 40s. I thought it could be competitive. I actually said I wanted to take App State to hang within. <laughs> Uh, however many points they were getting, but kind of went the went the wrong way with that one. But that's okay. Uh, and then the other one I had was the San Jose State game as well, twenty four sixteen. I didn't see any highlights. I don't know if that was close at all. I mean, obviously it was within one score, but I don't know uh, if there was a point. Was there a point at, on Saturday where you thought Auburn was going to lose or no? Yeah, they were dicking with them. They could have lost. Uh, they weren't astoundingly better by any means. We'll get we'll get into some Auburn on the pod here, but uh, they have some they have some offensive woes for sure. So we can actually just run through. Oh, the last thing I should say, I t- I mentioned this the happy hour teaser and parlay hits. That was the Kentucky yeah. game, uh, and the Wisconsin under. I would almost say no doubters for both, but kind of kind of took Kentucky to the second half to pull away, but they were the better team. And that Wisconsin, uh, Washington State game never had a chance at going over. Again, like more terrible offense. That was that was a no doubter. So yeah, yeah, I'd almost argue that. I mean, it's kind of disappointing when you look at your teaser, and you didn't need all those points. Is that what you're gonna say? Uh, so yeah, so I was working with. So I had Kentucky plus twenty one. I won by ten. That's 21 points. That's three touchdowns. I had under 53 for Washington State and Wisconsin. Should have been like 31 points or something. 31. So that's 22. So yeah, I mean, I was working with three touchdowns. Can you imagine the extra juice I could have got on that? Yeah. Thankfully, we did parlay it as well. But I mean, even still, a two team parlay doesn't give you much. So, but the good news is this week we'll have a third pick. We do have a guest. That's great. I have a feeling what he's going to go with uh, <laughs> as far as a pick. That's okay, because I, I, I like what I think he's going to be on. And we can actually bring him in before I recap these games. So we'll bring him in now. There he is, El Matural. Hey, can you guys hear me through this thing? Got the old podcast mic set up. Yeah, it just got like a blast of static, but then it went away. All right, yeah, Hold it back. Uh-oh. I think it is your mic. Keep talking. Six and a half hours late. Oh, you All right, that, was, that was definitely through my computer. Yeah, so it's a little dicked up. Go to the three dots and then... One eternity later. It was almost like I could hear you tapping on the mic through your computer. Yeah. <laughs> That's how quiet it was. Yeah. That's how quiet it was. Like I was like, I think I can hear it. Three weeks later. It's not coming from the mic, but I can hear you again. Okay, and I can hear you. I guess to go with that. I guess let's just go with it. You could talk it. You right. could talk into your mic if you want. If it makes you feel better, I'll just, 
I'll just keep it here. It looks like I'm using a mic, but I'm not. You can use a mic. You can. Many months later. You'll what? have that. What is the tin can sound? Seriously, Matril. I can't get over it. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Like a every a, an occasional thing? Yeah. Like every once in a while. It's like... I know what it is. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> it's a bunch of it it's just the happened. Tin can. It's the tin can that you have. <laughs> uh, hold on, I know what it is. Uh, one more, one more adjustment. Three hours later. Is it gone? You sound perfect. That's the best <laughs> yeah. you sounded the whole time. So don't do anything different. All right, I won't move. Okay, don't move. I had, I had this like lap desk thing that uh, my stuff was sitting on, and I assume every time that thing moved, it made the tin can. Yeah, because it, it stopped. Yeah, it yeah, definitely. it's gone. No, tin yeah, can gone. stopped. All right, gotta, I'm actually crying. That was so funny, man. Oh my god. All right, all right. Fifteen minutes later, it kind of spoiled the moment, but uh, I was gonna say, let's bring on our resident dogs expert, Matril, and here he is. Not What's uh, up, buddy? Welcome to Happy Hour. Welcome welcome back to the to the company you co-founded. Yeah, well, based on what we just went through, you would have no idea that I used to co-host the podcast. Uh but thanks for having me, fellas. Good to good to be here. Good to be back behind the mic. Behind the mic? That's natural. A- We're happy you could join us, man. Uh, yeah. Well, I kind of kind of forced my way on here. I I uh, think I still have a free bet on every single betting app out there. So I'm not wow. a, an expert on betting by any means. I just had a Travia that I wanted to throw out there. So <laughs> oh. that's that's the reason uh, I'm here. But I'm yeah. happy to to uh, we'll get you involved wait. in a little picks analysis as well. Maybe oh, yeah. by I'll the end of in. this, I think you use one of those free bets. We probably have you going broke, like dipping into retirement accounts, trying well, to get in on the, some action. Maybe the squad parlay should be uh, thrown on a free bet or something. There you go. I like that. Uh, yeah, I that's don't probably, hate that. That's probably better. <laughs> uh, yeah, because you're going to find yourself, you know, if you do one of these like risk-free $1,000 ones, you're going to find yourself like uh, me and Jake on a Sunday where you're just scrambling to just try and throw some money everywhere and try and get it all back. And it just never works out like that. I can't wait. I'd say free bets. What what percentage do they hit at, Jake? Ten percent. I was at five or ten percent, and then I that time I came out to Colorado, I got like two or three of them in, and I hit them all. So I'm probably back up to a third. Yeah, no, it's not bad. Yeah, I think I'm like I'm probably one for four or five. The one I hit though, it was worth it, Matril. It was great, buddy. <laughs> Kept you coming back for more. Huh? It was great, and I did he- I hedged that one like a smidge, but not too much. So. Um, yeah, it was, it was great. It felt good just to just like, wow, here's like a thousand free bucks. Yeah. It's good to know that he still has his options open. If, yeah. If he can get there. So jealous. So jealous. Yeah. I just feel like it's a, it's a slippery slope. So I've been better off to just avoid it altogether, fellas. Not, not at all. So, um, <laughs> no, no. Did uh. you, did you, you tuned into at least some action last week, match all right? I, I am a, a dedicated listener. I've listened to every episode so far. Well, that's great. I mean, I meant the games themselves, but I do appreciate <laughs> the listens. 
Yeah, I watched a little watched a little <laughs> football last weekend too. Yeah. Oh, that's good. We also just discovered we have at least one listener out there. It's Matril. That's great. It's me. That's uh that's Love how I knew great. about that's how I knew about Travia. So that, that would make sense. Yeah. Tell be, your friends. Yeah, please. Pass anybody, text the phone number. Anybody else with a Travia out there, just send a text. You'll get on the pod whether you know about betting or not. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Get you you have a Travia. And then you just find yourself like risking a thousand dollars on a bet you didn't want uh, to do. Yeah, it's great. And that's how it works. Dusting off a bunch of old podcast gear and just struggling with it. And just, it may or may not work. He did. The tin can sound is gone, buddy. So that's the good news. Yeah, here's where we're at is he has a microphone, it's not doing anything, and he no longer sounds like a tin can. So whatever's happening, let's just roll with it. All right. We're gonna we're gonna recap some games here before we get to the picks, Matril. Uh, let's start Friday night. Trav hit the money line on the Louisville UCF. I don't know if you need to discuss that any further, Trav, but uh, I just wanted to say that I did watch this game, and I'm upset because they kept calling back touchdowns. So good hit. I had the other side of that. I wasn't happy when I went to bed Friday night, but good for you. I'm happy for you. Thanks. Thanks for the kind words. I, of course, caught uh, zero seconds of this game, so I can't really weigh in on... I don't know many of these bets at all, but I will just say that the fact that Louisville was getting seven points against UCF seemed a little bit outrageous. Fair. Um, Okay. This game you guys probably did see, or at least some of Alabama, Texas fellas, anyone have any hot takes? Think it's rigged. Any of that we need to get out of the way. We okay with the outcome? Yeah, again, I, I, I only heard about it, so I'm going to let Matro weigh in here. But from what I understand, there was a controversial, was it a pass in the end zone that was like a safety, and then it was taken off the board? Yeah, it was real. It was targeting. weird, but they did fix it. They like Yeah. From what I understand, they got it right. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. Okay. Yeah, in, in real time, it definitely looked like it was a safety, but then as they were playing it back, reviewing the targeting and roughing the passer that, they didn't actually mean to call, which is how they fixed it. It did look like Bryce Young managed to stay off the turf. Yeah, it was wild. I think they, they got it right. But, yeah, it was uh, it was a little controversial. But all that matters is uh, Bama's not number one anymore. So whether they won that game or not, the outcome's the same in terms of the rankings. Love that. Yeah. I feel like they don't do that often. But the dogs slide up ahead after Alabama like beats a pretty decent team. So. Yeah. Good for the so dogs. Actually, I actually read some, or yeah, I think I read some stat about that. It sounds like it like wouldn't happen very often, but it's happened uh, probably in a majority of seasons, like in the past like fifty or sixty years. Actually, oh, we they just always don't really remember it. Yeah, yeah. And my only other, I guess, just because it's Alabama, and it's probably when's the last time it's happened to Bama? Probably not very often. Yeah. Everyone just kind of assumes they're number one until they lose. So, I would also mention that Bryce Young still very good. I, I feel like you watch him play, he just kind of keeps like a his like heart rate looks like it's just fifty beats per minute the whole time. Like he's just very calm. Uh, the way he slid out of that last tackle when they were driving down the field was awesome. Also, would like to note that the Texas kicker. I don't know if you saw that guy match. He had a big mullet. Yeah, he got a little too big for his britches after he drilled the kick. A lot of celebration. Yeah. It was like a minute 30 on the clock. I, I feel like everyone watching kind of knew how that was going to go. 
I will point out though too that um, podcast favorite Quinn Ewers did not play most of that game, so Bama was fighting off uh, a a hobbled Hudson card who was limping pretty bad by the end of the game. Too. Yeah, for sure. Like the whole Almost second half. Lost. Not sure yeah. what happened, but it just was getting worse and worse. Yeah. 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 So I think Bama deserves to slide from the number one spot after that. Yeah. A little biased, on. of course. But. I think that's I think that's just good for college football in general to think that if Texas can genuinely hang with Alabama, then maybe, you know, the big dogs aren't as far away from the rest of the pack as as we as we originally may have thought, because it kind of felt that way. Shout out to the big dogs. The big dogs. Uh, but agreed, Trav. That's a good point. And maybe Texas, maybe for once, is a little better than, than we think they are. Although, sneak preview, I'm going to be betting against them. I'll be fading Texas. I'm not convinced that result was indicative of the teams. We'll get to that. Uh, App State, Texas A&M. App State 17, Texas A&M 14. They knock them off. Uh, for those that didn't see, App State actually kind of iced the game at the end, too. They got down to the goal line. This thing really could have been 24-14. They were legitimately the better team. I went back and like rewatched most of it. Uh, Texas A&M has some serious offensive problems. That quarterback seems like Haynes King. Jimbo Fisher's been talking about that guy for... I feel like three years, he's not very good. Something's off there. They got to get it corrected. I'm sure they'll get better, but nothing special uh, as far as Texas A&M from my eyes. I don't know if if you had any thoughts on that one, Matt, if you caught the end of that thing or not. I saw the result, didn't really watch much of it, Um, but they they slid pretty far, aren't they? Isn't A&M number 24 now or something? 20s now or something, yeah. Yeah, big slide there. Yeah, huge slide. Uh. Kind of along the same lines, Marshall 26, ND 21. I did not watch that game either. I did catch some highlights. Uh, again, Notre Dame's quarterback is just bad. He, he just didn't play well. He can run and, a little bit. He cannot And he's hurt ball. now. He's I guess he's out for the rest of the season now, from what I read. That's what they're saying. Yeah. So me and Matcher were texting about this a little bit. Maybe a little fade Notre Dame play this week. We'll see. Um, but that being said, I don't know who the backup is. I think his name's like Pine. Drew Pine, yeah. It's hard to, like, I watched the highlights of that. It's hard for me to imagine this guy can do a lot worse. Um, And I don't know if you guys know who Tommy Reese is. It's the offensive coordinator for Notre Dame. He just seems like a douchebag. I'm kind of glad to see that guy struggle. He's catching a little heat right now, so I'm kind of on cloud nine, to be honest. Burn him. Yeah, he kind of he kind of has like the uh you know the evil genius uh, thing going on for him, and uh, you know sometimes maybe he just needs to be knocked down a couple pegs because uh, get, not getting it done against Marshall. That's yeah, that's not good. Yeah, Penn State forty six, Ohio ten. This just seems worth mentioning because this is a Penn State pod. All three of us are graduates slash partial graduates of the university. I have a student ID, so I went there. It's very good. Uh, so big win. We get the cover. Uh, shout out to the Penn State freshman running backs. It's very evident after watching this game that these guys are, I don't know, 18 and 19 years old. They're already very capable of playing Division One Power 5 football. Uh, I already love watching the Singleton guy. 
nowhere to go but up from here, I think. And they have me convinced for probably the 10th time that they can run the ball. So we'll see how that goes this week against Auburn. 100-yard rusher yet or no? Oh, yeah, like 190 on like okay. 10 carries. Yeah, he broke a All couple right. outside. Well, against Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> Matchell, let's not oh, dig into it too much, buddy. Oh, we did it. We did it. Ohio. Hey. <laughs> Matchell trying to dismaction over there. Uh, Iowa State 10, Iowa 7. Any thoughts? Barn uh, burner. Yeah, um, this is exact. This finished exactly how I would have thought when yes. I checked the score. I actually saw someone with an Iowa shirt while I was waiting for the bus to get back to where we had service. I saw someone with an Iowa shirt. I almost went up and asked her, did Iowa win yesterday? Because I was just like, I just need something right now. I didn't ask her. Glad I didn't. There's nothing really to say. It's just pathetic. It's two very bad offenses. Oh, I have a fun fact for you guys, actually, on the Iowa game. I don't know if you guys caught this. Did you guys see who has the uh, that Iowa's QB has the lowest QBR in all of college football? It's not even like a riddle. He actually, you're telling us he's dead last? He is dead last. So oh, good. He has zero touchdowns, two picks, and I think he's like at, I don't know, somewhere around 50% passing, but you know, QBR is kind of a made up statistic, but it's just funny for this type of stuff. Um, they have his QBR at 3.4 <laughs> and the second lowest is like 30 something. Wow. This yeah. guy's, this guy's running a GPA He's, for his QBR. He's running away with it. That's a, that's a good ass GPA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not a bad GPA. What's just missed Dean's list, but, and then how's he, that's a pretty good kill to death ratio in COD too, isn't it? Get, get Tony on the horn. I'd say that's decent. I would love to get some air yards on that guy too, Trav. I, I imagine the ball is not moving very far down the field either for no. a 50% completion. It's actually kind of impressive that he could only throw two picks, zero touchdowns, and throw the ball like however many times he has. Um, I do have him handy right here for you, actually. So he's 23 of 51, so he's 45%. 200 yards. So that's four yards an attempt, zero TDs, two <laughs> two picks, long of twenty seven. <laughs> I just look at this guy. This guy is six foot five, two hundred thirty one pounds. Like what a waste of God given talent! Holy cow, forty five percent. Had no idea. Played in big. three games. He has zero TDs. There's got to be somebody. There's got to be somebody else. That's a good way to put it. It's got to be somebody else. Maybe they like one of those. Won campus I mean, tweets they, like they iowa generally almost won so i mean i'm sure they'll win more games like that too one offensive td win the game sort of thing maybe keep keep uh hammering those unders travi oh and actually one last tidbit about that is do you guys know that it's actually the coach's kid is the offensive coordinator yeah fans yeah yeah, yeah so. very awkward yeah yeah, but I think they might need to sit down and have a little, you know, Manda boy talk, you know, something similar they had, you know, 30 years ago about uh, another topic. You can. You can. I mean, uh, that's just an idea. You can't fire him, but he could just stick him somewhere else on the staff. Give him like a fake job, right? Offensive analyst. Recruiting top recruiting coordinator. Yeah. Should have yeah, got rid of him when he hard. had the chance. He's like the racist guy, right? Or he was kind of involved in that sort of thing. He was like hand in hand with the 
the strength coach that got fired, I want to say. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, if you go oh, back yeah. and dig into that story, it's I think the son was uh didn't exactly have a clean record in that. Probably slandering him for no reason, but I'm pretty sure he was involved in that. They just don't have many play. I guess Iowa just doesn't have very many playmakers either. Because I guess their best receiver is actually the guy that we watched at Purdue last weekend. So I don't know. Oh, Char- it's not- Charlie Jones. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. It's not good in Iowa. Um, but watch them rip off seven straight games, and seven straight wins, so seven straight knows? unders too. Keep your seven eye on straight that. unders. Actually, yeah, there you go. Georgia Southern forty-five, Nebraska forty-two. Uh, before he got fired, I had a quote queued up for you, Trav, because we kind of joked about this before. I was going to say, maybe this is the one that really lights the fire under him. Just, you know, dials things right in. He just need a little motivation. Yeah. Well, the good thing is, is he's no longer on the hot seat. He's on the coldest seat there is. They fired that man three weeks early for an extra seven and a half million. I mean, he had to be, he had to think, Okay, I can, I can live with this. How does that work? Does he get seven and a half million dollars? Oh yeah, he gets an extra seven and a half million. So the buyout was fifteen million. If they would have waited three more weeks, it would have dropped to half half of that. So seven and a half million. Uh, but Nebraska said they couldn't wait that long. The only way to sum that up is like we're all dumber. Like you allowed him to be there for so long, then he like rebuilt the staff, and then you gave him what two games, three games, three, three games. And you couldn't wait three more weeks. And you couldn't wait three more weeks. Because I feel like you could have. You can't. You can't. Well, at this point, they they could still probably win the Big Ten, right? They would have waited three more weeks. Probably no shot at that. Matchell thinks, see, (laughs) Matchell thinks it. That's an outrageous take, Matchell, but I like it. (laughs) What if it, this is the kind of the match that lights the fire that I was just talking about. It's I don't know. It does happen to, to Matril's credit. It does happen. You know, you throw and they some have guy a, in there and they have a pretty tight spread with Oklahoma this week that we'll get to as well. It's kind of interesting. I'm sure it's close. I think it's like 10 or 11. We'll get there. Travi looks pretty frozen up. We'll keep it yeah, moving. A uh, we'll power through Tennessee 34 pit 27. This one goes to OT. I don't know if either of you, Travi's back. Did either of you happen to see Keaton Slovis get buried at the half? He got hurt, knocked out of this game. It was like right before the half. They should have taken a knee, ran a play. No, I haven't seen the highlights of this. It's on my, uh, you know, to watch list. Okay. Yeah, he got beat up. Pitt was hanging with Tennessee. That Hendon Hooker guy, Tennessee's QB, is very good. But Slovis was playing well. Obviously, once he got hurt, it was a different story. The Pitt's backup. I'm sorry, that guy is like, that was painful to watch. Like, I had action. Petty, Petty right? Is that his name? Something like that, yeah. Uh, Patty. Patty, yeah. Nick yeah. Patty, maybe. They, he, they could not move the ball. That that guy, uh, Pitt's offensive coordinator and Iowa's offensive coordinator should have a chat. Yeah, we could get a few different. Just talk football? Yeah. That'd probably hey, be pretty how many yard? How many yards of play did you guys average on Saturday? I can beat that. <laughs> Does your quarterback have a rating in the double digits? No, nah, it's more like a GPA. <laughs> okay, you're getting there. <laughs> uh, Kentucky 
26, Florida 16. Matchel, you're the resident SEC guy. Any any hot takes on that as far as kind of in the dogs hemisphere? You're not concerned uh, with these two teams. No. Are you scared of yeah, are you scared of either of these teams, Matchel? No, I watched part of that game and usually those schools have like one athlete who's like who kind of stands out. Didn't really see much of that watching this game. I mean, Will Levis can can sling it, but I didn't really see. Uh, maybe I missed something. I didn't really see anybody that I don't think the dogs can cover. Um, well, what so, about what about Anthony Richardson though? Uh, he, looks he looks good. Yeah, he he looked really good. Really good. Um, congrats to Mark Stoops on most wins in Kentucky history. Oh, nice match! Oh, nice. Um, yeah, nice nugget. addition there. Yeah. Other than that, no, no concerns. Uh, did you guys happen to catch any Anthony Richardson stats? Uh, anyone want to take a stab at? So I got him at six total carries. Anybody have a? Uh, I saw it. I saw it. Natural yards total. Anthony Richardson. I'm guessing it's something pretty low. Yeah, very That's low. Fair. Uh, give me like negative ten. <laughs> okay, he went aggressive. It's, no, it's, he did, it's positive, it's, but it's, it's four. Yeah, yeah, four. It's on the order six, of a couple six carries. Six carries, four yards, a long of four, and he lost a fumble. And then I got his uh, passing at fourteen of thirty-five. That's not good. I don't know what that percentage is. <laughs> he threw the ball uh, well. 40. Yeah, is that less than forty? I don't know. Um, One hundred forty-three yards and two picks. So overall, I would say, oh, the Bleacher Report app has the uh, poop emoji next to him as far as his performance. So uh, in case you weren't sure whether he did good or not. And I would say he's probably no longer in the Heisman race, even though it's already over. Yeah. Even though he's Cam Newton and we've never seen anything like this in first round pick, he probably does need to throw the ball better better than 14 to 35 or whatever you just said. That could be issues. Do you think Mark Stoops listened to the pod? Kentucky, yeah, 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 yeah. They knew how to play him. He was like, Remember when you said just put a spy on him? He can't run, and you keep this guy in the pocket and force him to throw. That's what they did. It did not go well. We're not geniuses here, and we don't have to be. We are are not Tommy Reese's around here, but I mean, come on now. That that didn't seem too hard. Yeah, I don't have any evading police arrests on my record. We're not Tommy Reese around here. Uh, yeah, but that's, that sums up, that sums it up pretty well. Trav can't throw the ball. He didn't run it. Well, doesn't look like Levis was great either. He was better. I watched most of that one. He was significantly better. Just, I mean, just looking at Kentucky's numbers overall, I mean, there's just not a lot of, I can't believe they scored 26 points. They must've had, oh, they had at least one pick six. Is that what happened? Yeah. Pick six. Okay. A couple short fields. Yep. Okay. So they just basically did what they had to do, and they won by double digits, and they were, what, a touchdown or five-and-a-half-point underdogs? Yeah, like five-point dog, yeah. Pretty pretty incredible. Dog. I feel like we were kind of all over this. Yes, sir. Arkansas 44, South Carolina 30. Speaking of games, you're all over, Trav. This one, I didn't really have a piece of this, but we already kind of talked about it. Yeah, I believe the quote was, I'm, I'm going to lose service for three days when I come back. I feel like... Arkansas is going to have won this game by 14 points. So did you say 44, 30, 44, 30, 14, yeah, all, all over it. So yeah, kind of felt like that. Um, I'm actually surprised that 
South Carolina scored that many points, but I, I, yeah, again, I, I didn't watch a second of this game, so I can't yeah. wait. Well, I did, I did dig into the highlights for you guys. I just wanted to let you know that Spencer uh, Rattler is still not good. I saw one play where he kind of muffed like the, I think he muffed the snap or something. Or no, he got strip sacked and then he picked it back up and he started running with it. And he was actually going to make like a pretty good play out of it. And then he just got hammered and he fumbled it again. So he fumbled twice on the same play. A couple bad passes. He's just, I love that. He's still not great. Does that count as two fumbles? I think it would have to. I'm going to actually, I got to look into that. Yeah, dig that up. Washington State 17, Wisconsin 14. I'm Holy shocked. God, I, got him at, I got him at three fumbles. <laughs> so two on one three, play. Yeah. Three, three fumbles lost, I guess. So yeah, I don't know, actually. That's just fumbles oh, lost. Oh, three fumbles lost. So, I think it's F. It says FL. I don't know what that means. Yeah, actually, that could be just be fumbles. I don't know. Sorry. Wisconsin was a 17 point favorite, I think. They lose outright. Uh, I actually took the Wisconsin side, I think. So bad play, but we were all over the under. Really should have like triple, quadruple down on that. Uh, and then I had another weird play for you, kind of along the lines of that Rattler play. So the Wazoo quarterback threw a pick, and then the Wisconsin guy starts running it back, and he fumbles it. So naturally, Washington State gets it back. So new set of downs. And then towards the end of the game, there's a play where Graham Mertz throws a pick to the defensive tackle, and then the defensive tackle fumbles it back. Graham Mertz gets it. So again, new set of downs. And then like I think it's the next play or a couple plays after that, he throws a pass over the middle. Tight end fumbles it again turnover it was like the most fluky weird ugly game i've ever seen so i don't really have a takeaway as to how bad wisconsin is but was it raining or something now we were just like dropping the ball and fumbling it to each other okay yeah just it was a little fluky had a fluky feel to it just some sloppy football this sloppy yeah sloppy week two football it's really how you can sum it up Okay, these next two games I did fall asleep, but uh, BYU 26, Baylor 20, double OT. All I really saw in the highlights was the kickers just kept missing, just two shitty kickers. So they were just missing like overtime kicks, end of regulation kicks. Uh, I think at the end of the game, BYU literally just said, take the ball out of the kicker's hand and just score a touchdown no matter what you do. And then our final game... I was all excited about this. Mississippi State 39, Arizona 17. Uh, Travi, I sent you a replay. This game was everything I needed it to be. Jaden Delore was just running around the <laughs> backfield for... He must have ran miles. <laughs> the pass. <laughs> After firing that pass, he must have just been gassed, right? I mean, that pass yes, was... exactly. No Happened yeah. multiple times. He would run around so much and dodge so many defensive linemen that by the time he went to throw the ball, he was just out of breath and he couldn't get like any air under it. So it looked like he was throwing a shot put, I think just because he was so tired. Uh, And of course it got like picked and ran back. But I had the over, a lot of stuff like that going on. I thought that was what I needed to cash the over. It did not happen. Uh, Couldn't have missed by much, right? 39-17, I think I was maybe like a TD shy or something like that. But fun game to watch while I was awake for it. So, 
Yeah, I just sent that play to you, Matro. I don't want you to feel left out. It was uh, rather bizarre. Yeah, take a peek at that, Matro. Yeah, I appreciate it, Trev. Haven't seen that one yet. You weren't up at 1.30 a.m. watching Arizona versus Mississippi State? Yeah, you know, believe it or not, uh, with with a toddler and an infant, um, staying up until 1.30 and never knowing if I'm going to be up at 2.30 uh, isn't always a ton of fun. Yeah, but if you get the 2.30 wake-up call, then you're up and out and ready to rock and roll. Well, I could probably catch the end of the game, too. You can. It's got some benefits to it. All right, you might have talked me into it. I'm not sure when you would get your sleep in, but maybe maybe put a little TV up in the in the nursery. You know, the next time that happens on a Saturday night, there we go. Pack twelve, yeah. All right, I'm in. Eighteen inch plasma screen right in the corner, Michael Scott style. Yeah, this guy's scrambling around like it's like. Hail Mary. Two, yeah, Hail Mary with two seconds yeah, it's like left. It's like second Meanwhile, down or something, isn't it? Second and 20 with like seven minutes left in the first quarter. Yeah, well, it's he, like, does, he, he does have purple hair, and he's a grown man, so. Good stuff. I do love watching that guy. He lays it all out there. So we're on to Friday, or sorry, we're on to week three. Matro, before you jumped on, um, Travi had a gigantic week. I had a pretty good week as well. We're mildly concerned that our picks could go south here just because it's kind of that's just kind of how the gambling gods work. Full dis- full disclosure. So full disclosure. I know you told me you're looking for some plays. We won't <laughs> be offended if you go the fade route here. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying this might not be the week, huh? No, this is not the it's, week. You okay. know what though? I would I, I think from your standpoint, I think I'd rather get on when when we're hot and when we're ice cold and just assume that we're going to do good next week because we're ice cold. Do you know what I mean? All right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hate that theory. Yeah. True. Yeah. You wouldn't, I mean, you wouldn't get on a podcast if they were talking about a stock that was just in the shitter and then jump in and try and buy in. Like we are skyrocketing. We're basically GameStop and you just came on the podcast. So me, just a meme stock podcast. Yeah. Okay. He's right. You probably came on at the right time. So let's flash forward to Friday. FSU at Louisville. Trav's uh, Louisville Cardinals. 7.30 kick. Florida State favored by two and a half at Louisville. I kind of immediately hated this game, but because you just won on Louisville, Trav, I'll maybe let you touch on this first. Do you have anything you like here? Yeah, I think I hate it as well. I think I kind of wanted to ride Louisville's momentum a little bit, but the fact that they're playing Florida State, I feel like is a uh, makes this a total toss up. And actually, is it Florida State at home too? No, it's at Louisville, and I've got Florida okay. State two and fourteen on the road in their last sixteen. Holy cow! Yeah, so I guess if I was going one way, I'd go with Louisville. I'm so scared I'm going to be wrong on this game by taking Louisville, so I stayed away. Stay away. Uh, the total is also, I don't know if I said this, fifty. it was 55. I jumped in. I did one small play on the over because I could not convince myself to take a side here. Matro, I don't know if you have any insight on Florida State or Louisville. You want to give us a gut play? Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a tough one because I know uh, Syracuse beat Louisville pretty handily week one. Uh, born and raised, born by and the raised. way. 
Wonder and then uh, UCF did nothing but try to run screens against uh, <laughs> Louisville last week, and it yeah. didn't work. Uh, so Louisville's coming off a win. I think I'd if I had to take a side, I think I'd ride Louisville's momentum at home here. But yeah, that's a that's a tough call. Yeah, getting getting points too. So yeah, yeah, I'd lean that way as well. I think this yeah. entire pod would lean that way. Absolutely hate how Matchell didn't have an opinion on it. Might have just talked me into it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so everybody, just follow my recommendations this week, and uh, you'll be in very good shape. Beginner's luck. That's it. It's beginner's luck. They really in. You never leave. All right. So there's only two games Friday. Uh, the other one wasn't worthy. So we're on to Saturday. Uh, this is why I brought this man on the podcast. Huge game. I put this in the big game category. Number one, Georgia Bulldogs at South Carolina. Uh, We're looking at about a 23-point line. So some 23-and-a-half maybe. I'll start here because I have good news for Matril. I actually had a couple units on the dogs, 23-and-a-half. And then once we decided you were coming on, I was like, I'll throw an extra unit on there for Matril. So I thought I had one and added one. Turns out I had two and added another one. So I'm up to three units on this for a play I didn't really love in the first place, but it's a dogs podcast. Uh, Now I'm all in on the dogs to win by uh, three TDs and a field goal. What do you think? I I love it. Um, I do have to say, historically, I think the dogs have struggled against South Carolina. Just always seems to be one of those teams that has the dogs number, but uh, but Spencer Rattler is garbage, uh, like you mentioned earlier. And was watching Sports Center the other day. One of the analysts said that um, they think the dogs might be better than last year. So I do think the dogs will allow more than the one and a half points they've averaged so far through the first two games. Um, I think the spread sounds like a lot, but every time we've doubted them so far this year, they've come through. So just gotta, I'd have to ride with the dogs here. Yeah. I think Stets, Stetson Bennett for Heisman, the guy looks like he can actually play quarterback this year. Um, so let's, let's do it. Uh, hammer, uh, hammer the dogs, hammer the dogs. Don't be afraid to go three units. I, I agree with all things you just said. I actually had a couple of those notes. So, Obviously, the 2019 loss in double OT is a factor. That kind of sticks with you. But you'll be happy to know, I didn't remember this either, Dogs won by 27 last year and 29 the year before. So they're only being asked for 23 and a half here. Love that. And furthermore, the other point you made, Stetson Bennett, I think that's spot on. I think... uh if they're going to do this thing, the Stetson Bennett Heisman campaign, I think the stat padding probably starts now. A little conference play, get up late, let them play like all the way through the third quarter, put up four TDs, 300 yards sort of thing. Yeah, I for, I forget who they brought on, but I think the dogs brought on two like offensive analysts in the offseason. Must be doing the job. I don't know uh, if that's – I don't think that's a real position. Uh, like Travi kind of hinted at earlier, but must be uh, must be doing something. Plus, just God given talent and the Bennett family genes. 
you know, he said when he was a kid that uh, he was going to win a national championship at Georgia one day, and he did it. So he can uh, he can just ride off into the sunset from here after winning uh, a second one. Trav, any thoughts on the dogs? Yeah, Stetson Bennett is just all icing on the cake. Uh, I love how he, I love Matril. I love how he said, This game is why I brought Matril on the podcast. And then he said, I'll go first. And then he gave us his, his hot take right off the bat. So uh, I needed the dogs expert, but I did think he would enjoy. I wanted to put one down in his honor, but I had already put down two. Yeah. So I, it's, I, it's partially I'm, his fault. I'm with you guys. I, I'm I'm happy to throw a unit on it uh in honor of Matril here. Twenty three and a half seems way too low. You just said what, twenty nine and twenty seven and twenty nine the past two years. Um geez, I feel like they like Matril said, I feel like they're better this year. In South Carolina, I don't know. Actually, they might be a little I don't know where they're at compared to where they were the past couple of years, but I, I don't see any reason why Georgia can't win every quarter by a touchdown, so yeah, I think the dogs can uh, get to Spencer Rattler early and often. Um, let's go for five fumbles uh, against the dogs. <laughs> just up well, it. fumbles or fumbles lost because it well, just said FL. FL. So I don't know what FL is. Not not sure. It uh, doesn't matter. But I uh, also love that Snake's pretty much full-on dogs fan now. So Yeah, I got some it, gear. It's kind of bizarre, man. It's actually kind of bizarre. You know, it all paid off for him, though, last year. Yeah, good time to hop on the bandwagon. I don't know if he talked you. I don't know if he talked you into just betting on them the past like three years. Um, you know everything he had basically, Matril, But that's pretty much what he did. And then last year, it all paid off. Yeah. No, the worst uh, part of that is I like I put a future on them for the title, probably so many years in a row that I think I just like broke even. You'll have that. It's it's about the memories more than the money, Trav. Oh, there's no doubt. Year. You just leave the first four years out, and you just be like, "Yeah, I, I <laughs> knew they were gonna win. I had the, I had their future last year early." Yeah, isn't that that's like economics 101? It's a sunk cost. Doesn't matter anymore. So when you win, you win. I love that. That's yeah. That's kind of how I look sunk at. Cost. That's kind of how I look at that for a lot of stuff. Yeah, like that midnight kick. The entire day is out. I just doesn't lost matter. eight units, but I have five on this midnight kick and i won that so i'm up five gotta ignore the sunk costs oh lastly i would also just as a tip i think you have to take the south carolina team total under because it just doesn't miss like i can't remember the last time someone scored points on georgia that was more than the expected amount it's probably gonna be like 10 and a half but i'm i'm still going to do it under 10 and a half for south carolina love it Okay, mentioned this game earlier. Number six, Oklahoma at Nebraska, uh, 12 p.m. Somehow Oklahoma's only favored by like 11. Thought that was odd. I don't know if that makes sense to you guys, but I would have thought it would be bigger. I was going to say the opposite. This seems like one of those games that doesn't make any sense, and Nebraska plays with Oklahoma until the end of the game. They got the new coach in there. I think this guy's been there for a while. I think he's like, I think he's relatively famous in Nebraska. Dude, no one quote me on this, but I think he's been there for a while, and I think everyone plays for him this weekend. All of a sudden, everything starts to click. I don't know if they win. I don't think Oklahoma's. I don't think Oklahoma's amazing. 
I mean, I, I just, I'm not, I'm not buying the number six in the country hype yet. So he said number six, I'm not buying that yet. So I, if I had to bet this game, I'd, I'd take plus 11 and I think it's closer than that. I'd say it's less than a touchdown. If you want to hear something funny, I was kind of just watching the score ticker on Oklahoma and Kent state and Oklahoma's offense. I don't think scored until there was 18 seconds left in the second quarter on Kent state. Oh, can you give me an over under on that actually? Cause that over might be the play. I hate that you said that I have the under and I was very confident in it. Two units. On, okay. I have 65. Looks like I can get okay. a 65. 65 is a lot. That's I mean, high. going off of what you just said against Kent State, actually, uh, yeah, yeah, for a team that just like a good idea, put up yeah, like yeah. seven and a half on Kent yeah, State, yeah, total in the sixties. I was just thinking about Nebraska, how bad their defense is, and how many points they just scored. That was what I was thinking. I was the problem is Oklahoma's D is good too. I think it's hard to their competition's been so bad, but I think they've given up like a touchdown all year. Well, they've played what UTEP and Kent State so far. <laughs> Is that who for UTEP? UTEP, <laughs> I think, think so. The Miners? You got to watch the Miners, Matril. They have some studs. I mean, can we compare Nebraska to UTEP? I don't think Nebraska is going to score 35 points was the way I was looking at this. And I think Oklahoma could score like 30 or 40. I think this goes way under. I don't, Dylan Gabriel's not as good as the last few Oklahoma quarterbacks. Uh, so I think I'd have to side with you on the the under there, Snake. Yeah. This is a pretty anti-Dylan Gabriel pod, actually. Based on not much. All right, moving on. BYU at Oregon is a 3.30 game. I uh, got BYU at like a four-point underdog here. I obviously didn't watch their entire game they just played, but I did choose to side with BYU because I feel like these are two relatively evenly matched teams. BYU's two leading receivers were out last week. I don't have any insight if they're coming back. If they are coming back, I love them. The one guy is like, I think it's Mitt Romney's nephew. He's been there for at least six or seven years. Gunner Romney, right? Gunner Romney seems to only play like half the games, but when he plays, like he always reels in two TDs. I'm taking BYU and I'm just kind of praying I get the cherry on top and him and the other guy are playing. Any thoughts on a BYU Oregon matchup? Any Bo Nix fans, haters? Garbage. Hater. Oh, and oh, and four against the dogs. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Which is applicable here against BYU. It is. Yeah. It's transitive property. Um, yeah, I, I really don't have a, a feeling on this game one way or the other, fellas. I got I got Bo Nix overall six and fourteen against ranked teams, Matril. So that's you know good still stat. not very good, still not very good. So I guess until Oregon beats somebody, I'm just refusing to believe that they should be giving three and a half points to the twelfth ranked team in the country, let alone a top twenty five team. Uh, just a, an added little tidbit on Bo Nix. The guy wore white sneakers with his tux on his wedding day. I hate this guy. BYU is coming off a massive win over the defending Pac-12 champ Baylor, who I love. Yeah, I'm getting three and a half points to work with. What el- what else needs to be said? Yeah, 
bust out the cougar head. Love it. I, that's, BYU, I tried to wins. Keep it. BYU wins straight up. I don't need the three and a half points. Money line. You can keep those. Vegas is going to need those. Yeah. Wow. He's donating three and a half. I, I did the same. I kind of looked at it the same way. Try not to overthink it. I just beat Baylor. I know Baylor's solid. I don't know if Oregon's good at all. And it's kind of hard to imagine they're good based on what Georgia did to them. I, I didn't see. I also didn't see why uh, Oregon's giving any points here. Cougars agreed. Little SEC ball here, Matril. We'll pull you back in. Penn State at Auburn, 330. We've got Penn State with a ranking of 22. Penn State is favored by about a field goal. Uh, or you can take the money line, a little minus 150 play. What are we thinking, Matril? Bo Nix's former squad. Bo Nix was 0-4 against the Dogs. How do we think Penn State at Auburn fares? I don't think it translates in this case. Um, I actually know absolutely nothing about Auburn except their coach is a psychopath, right? (laughs) Um, Maybe that's all you need to know, though. The guy's got a bad rap for sure. Yeah, if Ma- if Matchell just knows him strictly as psychopath, psychopath. That's the only didn't he thing get he like Auburn? He basically got railroaded over the off season, right? They just made up a bunch of stories about him. Yeah, to- I'm, I don't really know. Maybe he's a super nice guy. I don't know. Um, probably slandering another innocent man on the podcast here. Um, but I I think uh, with Penn State's recent um, struggles running the ball to hit the hundred yard mark. I think this game could da- come down to Sean Clifford, uh, which I don't love. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, as a as a Penn State alum, I uh, I have to have to go with the uh, the Nits here. I feel like we've talked about this before, Trav. I mean, Clifford actually played pretty darn well in this game last year. Granted, it was uh, at home. No, better than that, buddy. It was the best game of his collegiate career, and it's he's See, out of ten. Everyone sees he's played in college for ten years, and that was the best game he's ever played. Man, he was—I think he was like fifteen of fifteen in the second half, or something like that. Man, he was on the money. He didn't get sacked. He didn't turn the ball over. It was the best game he's ever played. There's not a close second. I, I feel like I'm the only one that remembers him missing high the entire game, and Jahan Dotson leaving his feet oh, like several times to haul in a pass. And he also threw a very dumb pick like right before the half. And I feel like I'm the only guy in the the world that remembers that. Okay. 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 Wow. Okay. So yeah, bad pick before the half. I think he was just chucking that up though. I think that was more so. I don't know if that was necessarily his fault. It's a little greedy. I think it was greedy. I feel like he needed more direction before the half of what he was supposed to do. uh, Because clearly no one knew what they were doing. uh, Especially the other 10 guys on the offense. No, I, you know, besides him, All I don't right. think anybody knew it was in the dots on. and one handers back. Me the up, dot, that happened. So he did, he did grab the, so he did throw the one that was too high in the end zone, which Dawson jumped up and caught. Correct. And then there was another one towards the left sideline yeah. that Chris Fowler way, said, Whoa, way, way too high. And then he caught he said it over his head. Yeah. And then he said, No, not too high. Yeah. Yeah. Um, On first down, Clifford wants to throw downfield, loops it over the head. No, not over the head. Dodson somehow climbs the ladder and makes a catch. Those were caught, as far as I remember, Matril. I'm just looking at the stat sheet here. 
Yep. Let me look again. Oh, yep. Yeah. No, those are caught. So <laughs> they must not have been that high. Those are FLs, technically. Tech- <laughs> Techn- <laughs> technically. Anyways, that was the best game I've ever seen. I've ever seen him play. So I'm I'm kind of hoping for a similar thing. Uh, can, as, can he repeat though? Yeah. No. As I don't know. Like clearly, we just heard how unconfident Matrell is about this game and Penn State winning. I put me at the exact same level. I wasn't going to sit on the sidelines because I found a line that was minus two and a half, and I was like, I'll put a unit on Penn State just for I don't know. I've moral support. Just, yeah, exactly. So I this might be a good one to sit out. This feels like one of those games where they should win, but they uh, go down there, mess around, and find a way to lose. Heartbreaker, yeah. That yeah. being said, I, I'm, I'm on it heavy, so this will make or break my weekend. Two <laughs> units on the spread, two on the money line. I'm trying to win two on both, actually, so I stand to lose about five. Uh, and then just quick shout-out, Stanford Steve, Mr. Auburn has a good chance to start six and zero. Uh, I just want to let him know that he's on the right track. They did survive Mercer in San Jose State by a combined four TDs. So two and zero, four more to go, including Penn State and the Dogs. And then uh, I think I already mentioned this, but Auburn's QB is very bad. So if you're not familiar with Auburn, as Matchell mentioned, it's TJ Finley. He's the old LSU guy. He's like six foot ten. And he can't throw the ball. And he can't really move around either. He's like a worse <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger. So just be prepared to watch that. But he's their best option, apparently. He's all they got. Apparently. They brought in some other guy uh, at the end of the San Jose State game. And I don't. I saw a few plays. I thought the other guy looked better. But I'm pretty sure they went back to Finley. So I, I believe that's who's playing. All right. We got two more big games. This one blows my mind, and I hope Travi's with me. I have a feeling Travi's with me. Number 11, Michigan State at Washington. I jumped in on this line at plus two, and then to my surprise, it's moving away from me. I'm seeing plus three and a half now. So Washington Huskies are favored by more than a field goal against the Spartans. Yeah, so there is the the reason this line moves away is because I've basically bet on the top a top 15 team as an underdog traveling to play an unranked team, okay? In this which is exactly this situation. I've bet on that underdog top 15 ranked team so many times. They seem to lose at an astronomical rate. That being said, I do not care. Jump in. I can't take the Kalen DeBoer guy seriously. Okay. I thought he was like some up and coming guy that was like, I thought he was like Tommy Reese, like some 30s year old guy that was like a genius and going to work his way all the way up. Turns out he's like some 47 year old guy from South Dakota. His gut reaction to turn around Washington was to bring in Michael Penix. I, which apparently is going very well. Yeah, I don't care. I think it was he was not playing anybody any good. I think it was Eastern Washington. I I don't think like it was Kent Michigan. Kent State and Portland State, I believe, which is hilarious. Oh, okay. Like I okay. couldn't make up two funnier opponents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't Kent, think Kent State must just be cashing in on playing these big schools this year. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I want, yeah. Just loaded. 
I want to say it's going to be stacked NIL. The dogs. In five years. I think the dogs play them in a couple weeks, too. So they're going to go Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Washington, and dogs? Let, let, let me pull up the dogs schedule. Yeah. Please. I'll take the minus 70 on the dogs in that game. The, the last thing I'll say about Michigan State is these guys won 11 games last year. I feel like they don't get nearly enough love as they should. I look back on their over-under and think, why did I sit that out? Because it was, I think it was lower than Penn State's. And I don't see any reason why they can't go to Michigan and, or go to uh, Washington and, and beat Washington. I mean. Yeah. So it feels like we're falling into a sucker line. Oh, no doubt. What, we're, yeah. We will lose this one. If anybody is listening, do not bet this line. We will lose this game. But this is one of those ones I can wake up on, wake up on Sunday and think, still seem like the right one to take, even though. Washington will somehow win this game. Don't worry. It's a sunk cost. <laughs> uh, dogs, Kent State, September 24th. Wow, he's all over it. Yep. Maybe pull up the Kent State lineup and just let us know if there's any other heavy hitters in that thing while he got it, <laughs> got it out. Uh, and then we'll go on to the last the last game here. Actually, uh, the night game's great. It's number 13 Miami at 24 Texas A&M. We we mentioned that earlier Texas A&M huge drop in the rankings. That being said, they're playing kind of an unknown Miami team who seems to have a lot of potential. But it's just a weird one to handicap. Uh they they have Texas A&M favored by 5, which is just a weird just an odd number. I looked at that and I had no idea what to take. I think Matchell's maybe dialing up the Kent State lineup. Travi, do you have uh, any feel for five points between Texas A&M and Miami? Yeah, absolutely no feel. I think I heard you say the uh, some something about unknown there a few times. I'm I'm right there with you. I I guess I think I'm gonna be one of the idiots that thinks Miami is a legitimate team this year and could win the ACC. Do I think they could beat Texas A&M? Definitely. Do I think Texas A&M, after all the backlash and all the stuff they're having to listen to this week, loses again at home? Probably not. Um, Five points, though, is kind of a weird number. Do they win by a field goal? Do they win by a touchdown? I don't know. So I'm going to sit on the sidelines for this one. Probably just sit back and enjoy this one. Maybe jump in at the half with a good feeling. Under over is... I don't know what's happening. It's moving like crazy. It started at 53 and a half. Now it says 40. There's like 44 and a half is out there. So it's really dropping. I actually snagged it under 48 and a half, which I hated that number at first. But now that I'm looking at 44s, I feel kind of good about it. Uh, all I know is that Texas A&M offense, not great. And their defense has to be good. So I was kind of thinking low scoring. I have no idea. I would not touch a side. Wouldn't know what to do with the five points. Matchell, what do you think? Five SEC. points. SEC, SEC bias. Yeah, I I have to agree with Trav. I don't see A and M losing again. Um, I I don't know. I could see them winning by a touchdown. I don't know anything about really either team, uh, but I think A and M gets up for this game. They're ready to ready to roll and just um, just. 
beat the hell out of Miami after what happened last week. Tough one to touch. Yeah. Well, 12th man action. No way they let yeah. Miami roll in and and win this thing outright. All right, so that's the big slate of games. Uh, it's not the most impressive uh, matchups. That being said, I have a handful of other plays. I'm sure you have some other plays as well, Trav. You probably have a couple NFL picks. You want to start with the college? Anything else you got? Rapid fire? Yeah, so I think the first line I looked at this week, I don't know if it was just because I was so excited just to um, get back to regular life here, so to speak, be able to look at the board, knowing I'm going to be able to watch these games. But first game I saw, NC State, Texas Tech. I thought the over-under was going to be 65. It said 55. I'm down for that. I think the NC State, uh, Jake's, uh, Jake the Snake's guy, Devin Leary, puts everything together here. I got NC State scoring 40-plus by themselves. Texas Tech QB, Donovan Smith. Took a look at him. I did about five seconds of research. Seems like he's either throwing a touchdown or a pick six. I'm cool with that. That sounds like a lot of points. I got the NC State, Texas Tech over 55. Uh, the other pick, we're going to be on the same, <laughs> we're going to be on the same boat here too, Jake. Uh, looks like Northern Illinois is playing Vanderbilt. Huge game. I, I don't understand. Huge. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but Vanderbilt is getting three points. I saw some twos. Yeah. I took money yeah. line. I took yeah. money line. So I think Vanny could run this sucker up. I think the, <laughs> they treat this game like a practice. And I think they treat this trip to DeKalb, Illinois, like, like a, a vacation. vacation. I could see this being like 49 to 15. Clark Lee has been itching to kick someone's ass. He played fullback at Vandy and he's from Nashville. Hell yeah. I think snakes win total over two and a half for Vandy cashes in week three. Let's do it. Vandy cashes week three. Love that. Love Vandy in this spot. That being said, I went light. I already have enough riding on the win total. To be honest, if they don't get that one, I'm in trouble. So things will get interesting. Uh, any other college plays, Trav? Uh, that's it for college. All right. I got a slew of them, so I'm going to have to go quick. Marshall, you don't... What do you got over there? You liked a couple things, right? We were texting this morning. Maybe a little fade ND action? Oh, yeah. ND, ND's on a skid. I think they're... I don't even know who they're playing this Cal, week. We got Cal. Oh, yeah. Travis right. somewhat so invested into that game as well. He's got an ND win total. He wants to go under. I like his chances. He, that would yeah. help. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know anything about Cal. Don't love the Pac-12, but I dislike ND more. So I think we're we're seeing the Irish at zero and three after this weekend. Yeah, we actually know one thing about Cal, and that is that their quarterback's name is Jack Plummer. And I I did actually look into it. He is not related to Jake Plummer. Is he a transfer from somewhere? Purdue. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thought that yeah, name sounded the, Yeah, the answer to is someone to transfer. Seems like every single QB, every single yes. location, it's bizarre. Even the backups, too. Yeah, I'm going to make this up, but I thought somebody said 50% of the starting quarterbacks have at least been in that transfer portal at one point in time. Jeez, I'd almost think it's more than that. Yeah, it's wild. All right, let me, I'll give you a game and a bullet point, but I, like I said, I got a bunch. I probably have 10 of these, so here we go. Uh, Air Force at Wyoming, Friday, 8 p.m. 
taking the over 48 and a half. Air Force is averaging 45 a game. So you do the math there. UConn at Michigan. Michigan minus 46 and a half. I'm taking that. That's just not enough points. We're talking UConn. Old Dominion at Virginia. I'm taking the ODU plus 10 and a half. These guys already knocked off Virginia Tech. I'm sprinkling money line. This is in-state rivalry. Vandy at NIU. Travi already touched on. I like the Vandy money line. Colorado State at Washington State, 5 p.m. Washington State uh, is favored by 16 and a half. I'm taking that. The guy at, at the bar we sat at when I visited Trav had a Colorado State polo on. He sat there and watched Wisconsin kick his ass for four hours straight. He just sat there and took it. I'm not impressed with Colorado State. Michigan State, or sorry, Mississippi State at LSU. Uh, Mississippi State is getting two points, or sorry, laying two points. I'm taking that. The better team here is working with, I guess, less than a field goal, so that seems pretty straightforward to me. Toledo at Ohio State. I'm taking the Ohio State uh, minus 31 and a half. And I'm also taking the over 61. I think Ohio State can honestly get that number by themselves. I don't want to be on the outside looking in when we get to that trend where Ohio State starts beating everyone by 50 or 60 points. I think that's coming. Pitt at Western Michigan. Uh, taking Western Michigan plus 10 and a half. Need I remind you they won this game last year. UTSA at Texas. I'm taking UTSA plus 14 and a half. I don't think Texas-Alabama was indicative of either of those teams last week. Maybe somewhat of an anomaly. We got the banged-up backup QB in there again. I will probably sprinkle some UTSA money line. Fresno State at USC. I'm taking the USC minus 13. I'm also taking the under 71.5. Anytime you see a total in the 70s, take the under. All the... uh, Barstool frat bros will be on the over in that, so that'll kind of naturally push it up. You get some free value. Yeah, this is coming from the guy that took the over in the West Virginia Oklahoma game. What was that Which, five years ago? You actually texted Matchell and you said, Matchell, how are the field conditions? And he said they look good. And it was the highest over in the history of college football. You took the over, it hit on the last play of the third quarter. Correct. So, so are you the Barstool frat bro? No. I did you my cre- due diligence. I texted someone at the game yeah. and said, how does the turf look? And he told me what he led me the right direction. All right. I think it was also Kyler Murray and Will Greer. So yeah, yeah. you just guaranteed points in that match. I think Kyler Murray ran the first touchdown in from like 70 yards. And then we just never slowed down. It made no sense how fast that guy was for as small as he was. Well, probably still is, I'm sure. But seeing it in person was ridiculous. Yeah, I was just watching him. Good for uh, you, Matril. I should have went to that game. Damn it. We should have just got in the car and drove down there, Jake, when you sent that text. I know. What a cool game to go to. Yeah. But I did. I was watching him Sunday. He still looks weird and small, and his head looks large, and he's still really fast. So, last play. I'm actually I'm upset Travi didn't include this in his six rack. Hawaii is playing Duquesne oh, at, oh at Hawaii. It's a midnight kick. I can't get a spread, but when I see it, I'm taking the Rainbow Warriors. I don't care if it's... <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure which way you are going with that. I'm down for it that. It might be 30 or 40 points. I don't care. I'm taking I'm Hawaii. Go all, 
I'm going to spice it up this week. I'm going to go Hawaii Rainbow Warriors over. over. I don't care what it is. I'll probably sprinkle the over as well. So those are all my plays. NFL, Trav, any quick NFL hitters? Yeah, so just a couple quickies. Um, absolutely love uh, Matt Touchdown. Well, Greer, this is just you know, the universe just coming in sync here. I uh, actually had um, uh, Bengals minus six and a half against Cowboys this week. On it as well. Second uh, second straight week, uh, or I think this is basically the second week in a row we get Cowboys D on the field for a little bit longer than they'd like. I think this week it doesn't go as well to where they hold the other team to 19 points. I think the Bengals score early and often, and I think we get a Will Greer, uh, Will Greer sighting at the end of this game, Matchell. So stay tuned. Cooper, um, Cooper Rush hitting the pine, huh? <laughs> yeah, by the end, yes. Um, other game I had, uh, Vikings plus three. Um, they are playing uh, the Eagles. Sorry, Matchell. But I wrote that in here. Um, one team, uh, I have one team of these held the uh, defending NFC champions and reigning MVP to seven points, and the other gave up 35 points to the Lions. Uh, one of these teams is getting a field goal to work with. It's not the one you would think. Uh, I think I'd take this up to even. I think I would take this up to Vikings minus two and a half. Um, yeah, I do want to say, did. Do uh, you know who Aaron Rodgers was throwing the ball to uh, last weekend? And the well, the Vikings wow. are <laughs> Vikings are revamped under is it Kevin O'Connell? They did look pretty good. Uh, I do think the birds look probably the best they've looked in the last couple of years, though, as well. Got some yeah. Wep- well, they did beat the, they did beat the Lions by three points. So yeah, they must have been looking pretty good. Yeah, it's good stuff. Jared Goff, this is finally his year. Yeah, Jared Goff. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch out for him. <laughs> Poor guy. I think it was uh, the birds were up by a few more points than that, but yeah, let the let the Lions kind of sneak back in. Full dis- yeah. So full disclosure, match. I was kind of all over the uh, Eagles for a little bit last year, and then. Um, they absolutely burned me at the end of the year. They lost to the Giants by 10 points or something, and I just haven't let it go. Uh, Jalen Hurts was like 7 of 500 for 6 yards and 3 picks, and I can't let it go. I don't remember that game. He threw 500 passes? Yeah, 500. He only got <laughs> 7 completions. <laughs> uh, Birds Birds did draft uh, Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean from the Dogs, so because of that, you should take the Birds. <laughs> Might have to sprinkle the birds as well. Any uh, any other matchups you're aware of, Matril? Because I am not. I did take that Bengals one, Trav, but I don't know any other games. Nah, to be honest, if it wasn't for fantasy football, I probably wouldn't really even follow the NFL anymore. Um, and I, I kind of hate that that forces me to follow it, but here we are. Two kids. You'll have that. Um, I, think I, I think I had one more NFL winner. Yeah, dig it up, Trav. While Trav's digging that up, I did want to circle back to the Kent State schedule. Yes, please. Uh, Looks like the dogs are the last tough test for Kent State before they head into what I have to assume is conference play. Uh, They play Ohio, Miami of Ohio, Toledo. Um, so they just decided to go get absolutely banged up by the dogs before they head into conference play. Good, good scheduling there by the AD. Honestly, 
So they must be That's making a couple million bucks. Good find. A yeah. couple million bucks yeah. for that road trip to dogs. Hefty payday. They do get to beat the piss out of Long Island this weekend, though. There we go. That's a recovery game. Yeah. And then they're heading between the hedges to just get absolutely destroyed. So they're on ESPN3 if you want to take a little Kent State line there. I got. I have no other NFL plays for you. Just look through the slate. Nothing Pulling there. Audible. I don't think I'd touch anything. I think I'm scared of every single one of these games. All right, very good. So that wraps up the picks. Matril, this is your time to shine. You've had a Travia locked and loaded. You actually came with it on, I think, Monday or Tuesday last week. It was it was real early. So this thing's been in the chamber. All right. So re- revolves around the Heisman Trophy and the NFL Hall of Fame. Um, so I'll set the stage for you a little bit. Since the inception of the Heisman Trophy in 1935, there have been 86 Heisman Trophy winners, which is 85 unique winners and one two-time winner. So how many of those Heisman Trophy winners are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Um, and I did fire this off earlier in the week. Trav came in hot with a couple guesses that I did confirm were correct. So you know the answer is at least two. Uh, whether you were going to guess zero or not, that's already uh, already off the table. And full disclosure, I've, you sent another text that said something like, "This is my, this might be my new favorite trivia question." So I thought, "Oh, he gave it away at zero. and I was just kind of holding that, banking that, and then Travi just starts guessing names. So. <laughs> I'm glad he prevented me from looking extremely dumb in case the answer is like 18 or something, but that seems like a lot. Yeah. It's probably less. It's probably less than we think. I have a new number in mind and it's, yeah, I don't, I don't want to steer you any direction at all because I feel like I'm going to, my guess could be very bad. Okay. You have a new guess in mind. Uh, I mean, my gut off the top of my head says it's probably less than five. And actually, I have not thought about this since you texted us earlier this week, Matril. By the way, I completely forgot about it. So, were you thinking the same thing, Jake? Less than five? Are we on the same page here? Yep, I was at four. It was going to be my four. guess. Okay. Obviously, you have to be retired for a certain period of time. So, now that I've guessed, can I can I pull up Heisman Trophy winners and then at least like give myself a litmus test? On whether Mat- I think these natural, do not worry. I will not be cheating like that. I can fire off some guesses. <laughs> You're just gonna have to tell me if they're in or not. All right. So, so do, you, do you guys want to know the number, Trav? Are you gonna lock I'll, in? A... I'll take a number. I'll take a number. I'll take five. So we've got five and four as our as our final guesses. Yeah. Yeah. So when I first heard this question, I thought the number was gonna be really high because you'd think Heisman Trophy winner guys probably more than likely going to have a pretty good NFL career. Then you got to take out the guys, Trav, like you said, recent winners obviously can't be in the, in the hall of fame yet. So the answer is 10. Oh, okay. uh, wow. I was, I was going to throw a bonus at you guys. If you're up for it to try and name all 10. Oh, and that, can, that's probably why about it. that's part of the reason why it's probably my new favorite sports travia question. Um, I I didn't do too hot with this. My brother and I took my brother in law and I took a stab at it. We finally got there. 
Uh, but it took a little while. But I think I think you guys could probably get it quicker than than we did. All all eight of the remaining. Yes. Really. Okay. So I, one of them did uh, Staubach win the Heisman. Yes. Okay. What about Bart Starr? No. And if you want bonus trivia, I want the position, the school, the year they won the Heisman, wow. and the year they were entered into the. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just name them. Any bulldog? Uh, any bulldogs natural? No. Herschel Walker had a short career in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Is he the only Georgia winner? That's a great question. My my gut would tell me yes, but I don't know that for sure. Okay, so I think Barry Sanders won in like early to mid eighties, and then Tim Brown was like nineteen eighty seven or something. Has anybody has anybody Bingo. won since then get in? Has anybody since then I looked at one name that I think could be possible, yeah. Eddie George? Hey. No. Nope. You're kidding. He's not no. in the NFL Hall of Fame? At least not yet. And I will tell you the the most recent this this list was nine until the Hall of Fame class of two thousand twenty one. Ooh. Wow. Just recently became ten. So they just got somebody in. Oh, but that still doesn't mean he's young. He could just be like his fifth time around. Correct. Is there anybody more recent since Tim Brown, Matchroll. Can you tell me that? A more recent Heisman Trophy winner? Yeah. All right, so Tim Brown won it in 87. Barry Sanders was actually 88, oh, according shoot. to my source okay. here, which oh, okay. is not Wikipedia. No, that uh, makes sense. And then there is there's one more more recent than those two, and he was the class Hall of Fame class of 2021. I think I know who that is now. Is he a quarterback? No, but his position might no. sound like that. Cornerback. Desmond Howard? No, good guess. No. Charles Woodson. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Charles Woodson. Okay. Yeah, so Is he's four. He's the outlier on the list. That's so you've the gotten, new guy. Yeah, he's the new guy. Yeah, so you've gotten four out of ten. And now they're all older. Th- See, I would never get these. Yeah, oh. this is where it gets kind of tough. Oh, there's there's got to be a sprinkle of running uh, backs, right, Matril? I would probably say more than a sprinkle. Okay. What about like Earl Campbell? Yes. I could be wrong. I'm not looking at Matril's list, but one of these guys should hit close to home for you, Trav. Rashad Salam? No, no, no. Not your current whereabouts as much as your heart. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> uh like is this like Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas? You probably own this you probably owned this jersey. Doug Flutie? That's what I was gonna say. No. No, no, oh, I don't okay. think he's in the pro hall. No, he's in the but... Canadian football hall of fame. That's a different travia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's next. Um there is somebody who who kind of falls into that class. OJ Simpson. Yes. Nice. So you got four more. Any QBs left, Matril? Um, hold on, I gotta look this one guy up. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it gonna be like you're not gonna throw like Jim Thorpe on this list, are you? No. All right, so three three of the last four, I would probably expect you guys to get one of those three is gonna be a tough one though. Okay. <laughs> Tell me about the three. Are they all running backs? <laughs> 
Yes. Oh, Tony Dorsett. Yes, and actually the all of the rest of them are running backs. So you got three running backs left. Can you give us a hint on the years for the other two <laughs> running backs? <laughs> um, yeah, so one of them won the Heisman Trophy in 1956. Holy cow. One of them won the Heisman Trophy in 1948, but you will definitely know that name. Is one of them like Doak Walker? Yes. Okay. Yep. That's the name you would definitely know. Okay. Award named after him. Must have yeah. been kind of good. Um, and then we've got a 1981 Heisman Trophy winner. And then the other guy, 19, uh, 1956. So we only have two left. The 56 and the 81? Yep. 56 should be easy. I mean, I've never heard of the guy from 56. Okay, so 81. Who was good in 81? So we said it wasn't. So we said Herschel Walker's not in the NFL Hall of Fame. But didn't Herschel Walker win it in like 82? Year after this guy, yeah. (laughs) Dude, (laughs) I know who this is, Snake. Do you know the answer? I have this problem of From like looking at the list I did earlier. Yeah. I can't like see like, uh, like to me, like Herschel Walker, Bo Jackson, Earl Campbell, those are all the same person. I don't <laughs> yeah. really care. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 81. Um, can you give me a conference match roll? Pac 12. Oh, it's, uh, is it Marcus Allen? Yep. Okay. And then, um, I could give you a conference on, this last guy uh, would definitely give something about him away. Is it independent? Is it Notre Dame? <laughs> yes. Very good. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember who Notre Dame's running back was in 56. He can't? Uh, Come on. Uh, <laughs> I would know this guy's name or no? I don't. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You would know it. Didn't ring a bell. I me. would. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. He played some QB too, I think. He played some QB. Maybe he was just running back. So what's going on here? No, he's throwing passes and shit. Well, yeah, halfback pass. 111 attempts in 56. Did he play for the <laughs> Did he play for the Bears? No, Green Bay. Play for Green Bay. He was at Notre Dame. I feel like I should get this. So I do want to point out that eight of the ten guys on this list were running backs. Just think that's interesting. Pretty oh, heavily it, weighted. Uh, is it uh for sure? Yep. Is it Ray something? Ray Guy. Is that it, Ray Guy? No, he was oh, a punter. I was gonna say I was leading him to the wrong name then. No, <laughs> no, no. Ray, there is an award named after Ray Guy. That's oh, like okay. Jake, is there an award named after this guy? I couldn't find it from Googling, <laughs> but I thought there was. So you think he's throwing passes that he's a running back? I got him at more than a hundred attempts in 55 and 56. So if he, if he's playing running back, I'm straight up confused. His last name sounds like you'd be kind of aroused. Is his name like, is it curly Lambo? <laughs> no, no. It sounds like I would be aroused. A term for someone that's aroused. Does it sound like, Bon Air or something like that? <laughs> no. Uh, Is it Bonner? No, nah, you're going with the wrong arousal wor- word. 
Can you give me some initials? Yeah. Uh, P.H. This sucks I didn't get this, man. Uh, oh, fuck. Paul Hornung? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God. We didn't get Paul Horning, Horning, whatever, or um, Doak Walker. But I think we got the other eight. That's pretty good, yeah. Wow, that's a great trivia. What's the inspiration? I uh, just got asked that uh, a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. uh, thought it thought it was interesting. Matchel's yeah, first ever Travia, very good. So, so yeah, I was uh, I was, was listening to listening nice to tie of both. Yeah, listening to last week's uh, last week's episode, I think, and heard the Travia, and just kind of kind of inspired me to to throw that at you guys. Thought you'd appreciate it, and figured figured you'd probably be able to nail at least. 90% of the list. Yeah, get uh, get Travi and Bupper on, on an old list like that. Those guys will sit there and needle it for an hour. They'll get them. Did you, uh, <laughs> did you happen to dial a Travia as well, Jake? I still have one, but it's too long. It's too many questions, so I'm saving okay. it. We, we could always save it for another time. I have a quick one. Uh, yep. it, it's a six rack. Um, I don't know how I got to this point last night when I was trying to come up with a Travia, but this one is simple. The answer is either going to be uh, Kirby Smart or Scott Frost. And uh, when applicable, uh, both or neither are also in play. I'm going to ask you a question. You're going to tell me the answer. Scott Frost or Kirby Smart. Okay. All right. In honor of Matril's dogs. Fire up that cue. <laughs> Okay, uh, Matril and Snake, who was older, Scott Frost or Kirby Smart? See me, Kirby. I think he's younger than you would think, and Scott Frost is older than you would think. Kirby's like 44 or something. And yeah, give me Scott Frost. Scott Frost is older. Jacob? My gut was the other way around. I'll say Kirby's older, but I could definitely see it being like Matril just did. I'll say Kirby. Okay, so uh, it is Scott Frost. He's 47. Okay. Uh, Kirby Smart is, Scott Frost is, yeah, Scott Frost is 47. Kirby Smart is 46, turning 47 in December. Okay, next question. Who has more wins? Um, Scott Frost in his Nebraska tenure or Kirby Smart last year? <laughs> Kirby. This is like his fourth year. It should be Scott Frost. So this one's closer than you would think. Definitely. Yeah. So <laughs> Kirby Smart, obviously 14 and one last year. Scott Frost had uh, 16 wins in four and a quarter years. So just about got him. Wow. So who married a Mary? Uh, Kirby Smart, Scott, neither. Both. Neither. Uh, Kirby Smart did. I just wanted to trip you guys up. Ah. I think uh, Scott Frost's wife's name was Ashley or Ashlyn or something. Okay, uh, next one. Who played college football at Stanford? Scott Frost, Kirby Smart, both or neither? I don't think Kirby did. We know where Scott Frost played, played at Nebraska. I, neither. He's trying to trick us into saying Kirby. I'll say neither. Okay. Prepare to get your mind blown like me last night at about 11.30 p.m. Evidently, Scott Frost played at Stanford for two years before he transferred to Nebraska. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. So 
actually played under Bill Walsh at Stanford. There's a name for you, Matril. Wow. All right. Okay, great. Uh, Question five, who majored in finance? Scott Frost, Kirby Smart, or neither? Or both? Scott Frost. Neither. That one is both. I thought you guys would both Ah. get that one. Yeah, they both majored in finance. Okay, and last one, most importantly, uh, whose mother threw the discus in the Olympics? Scott Frost, Kirby Smart, both or neither? Both. (laughs) I was going to say, if there's ever a question you know is not both, it's that. I think I'm blanked, so I have to get this. And why do I feel like Scott Frost came from a family of athletes? I'll say Scott Frost. You know what? That would make sense. So I'm going to flip. I'll say Kirby. Okay, great. It was Scott Frost. You almost had it. (laughs) Talked himself out of it. It's not random at all. Did you just pick two coaches and find commonalities or? Yeah, I was going to do like Kirby Smart and Nick Saban. I was just going to do a fun fact on Kirby Smart. And I kept finding all this fun stuff about uh, Scott Frost as well. So then it just kind of became a Scott Frost, Kirby Smart. And I actually couldn't believe they're basically the same age. Uh, I tried to find like a common teammate, but I could, I could not do it. I probably spent three hours last night. I'm, I was beat tired all day at work because of how hard I tried to find a common teammate. Couldn't find them. Oh my God. Similar number of wins. Yeah. Similar number Sim- of wins. Similar guys. Did you guys know that Scott Frost walked into UCF who I think went winless and then he won like half the games. And then the following year was that year they claimed the national championship. Yeah, so they went from 0-12 to 12-0 in two years, basically. Or 13-0, whatever it was. Did you know that Scott Frost has one winning season, and it was an undefeated season? That's wild. (laughs) Did you see what his record was in the close games? How he finished up at Nebraska? In one-score games, there was 27 of them. Guess how many he won? Zero. Five? Ten. Five. Five was correct. (laughs) Okay. Five and 22 in one score games. That's not going to get it done. Since we're, I mean, we're rattling through these. I'm going to give you guys mine because I think it can be as fast as Travis. These are yes or no questions. We're talking Brock Lesnar life achievements. This man has a fascinating resume. So like I said, I'm going to give you uh, an accomplishment or a thing. And then you tell me yes or no. Uh, when he was still in his teens, did Brock Lesnar enroll in the Navy? Yes. Yes. No. He had a very brief stint with the Army National Guard, and then he failed a computer typing test, and he got discharged. Okay. Next question. Uh, maybe this is more like, let's do this true or false. So I'll just read it like true or false. Brock Lesnar was a highly touted high school wrestler who received multiple D1 scholarship offers. True. True. You guys are over. That's false. He had zero offers. He went to a JUCO. Brock Lesnar wrestled in college. True or false? True. False. True. He wrestled at that JUCO. Brock Lesnar wrestled at a premier D1 college. With a big wrestling program. False. I'm scared it's going to somehow be true. Did he transfer from the JUCO to a big school and wrestle? That's going to be the catch? What? True. Correct. Match was still over. 
Bonus, can you name the school he transferred to? Big Ten. Minnesota? Correct. Um, two years at the JUCO, then to Minnesota. True or false, Brock Lesnar won a heavyweight national championship while wrestling at Minnesota. Matro, go ahead. I'm just going to take the opposite of what you said. True. All right. I'll say false. He got second. Matro's on the board. This guy <laughs> has a national title. Brock Lesnar won multiple national titles while at Minnesota. I'd go, as, I'd go as far as saying true. <laughs> that false. one is false. Matchell's hot. Uh, yeah. He took second as a junior. He won as a senior. This guy was 105 and six at Minnesota. He's very good. True or false? Brock Lesnar competed at an NFL combine. True. 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 2004 at the age of 27. True or false? Brock Lesnar signed a contract with the NFL team. True. Vikings. Trav with the bonus there. I didn't even ask for it. Vikings. All right. We're winding down to the end here. True or false? Brock Lesnar fought in the UFC. True. This might be some sort of technicality. I know he did a fight. Yeah, no, I think it's true. True. A lot of people think Brock Lesnar was just a fake wrestler. True or false? Brock Lesnar fought for a UFC heavyweight title in his first ever UFC fight. This sounds like something Jake's getting his rocks off to here. I'll say true. Yeah, it seems bizarre, but uh, yeah, I'll say true. False. He signed a one-fight contract. He lost. Later on, after the fact, Brock Lesnar fought for a heavyweight title in the UFC. True or false? True. I'll say true. Correct. He lost. Uh, he actually won. And that's pretty much the last question. So this is a man that I thought was a fake wrestler. He actually was sort of in the Army National Guard. He wrestled at Navy. JUCO. Uh, he wrestled at Minnesota. He won a national title there. He did the fake wrestling stuff, I think. He made an NFL team. Uh, and then he became a world champion mixed martial artist. So pretty fascinating uh, resume. For- not bad. Good, not great. And then in honor of having Matchel here, I have a bitch of the week. <laughs> I think it's me. So here's what happened. I walked into the beer store. I bought like two, four packs of beer and maybe like another six pack. Put them on the counter. Uh, I think I was paying and there was multiple people working back there. And the one said, it was either, hey, pal, or hey, buddy, do you need a small box for that? Couldn't, <laughs> couldn't handle carrying 14 beers, huh? I think I took the box, but I mean... The only appropriate thing to do there probably would have been to fight that guy, right? Hey, buddy, do you need a small box for that? Yeah, I don't know how else you uh, you respond to that except just like laying into the guy, right? Yeah, I did nothing. I just took the box. So thought about it on my whole drive home. Bitch of the week, me. Nice. Good to good to have the BOTW back. Bringing it back, I love it. And that's that's all I have, boys. We've really strayed from the college football picks at the end, but some important trivia discussed there. That was that was a good time. So, yeah, it can't be a little trivia for sure. 
Absolutely. So any other further comments, questions, concerns? Well, I guess, geez, we do this every time, but before we sign off, we got to get our three locks and throw them together, right? Yeah. I love how you're going to remember this every time, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, Matchwell, we need one play from you, your favorite play of the week. Uh, yeah, I think you know where I'm going with this. Uh, all <laughs> yeah. over the dogs. Yeah, I told Trav that, I think, before you came on. We know where you'd be. So we'll try and grab a 23 and a half there. Love it. Luckily, I think we all love that one as well. So, do you know what you like, Trav? Are these don't just, go NFL are we, yet? Are we just sticking with our lock? Um, these are not teases whatsoever. I guess if I had to usual, pick one, usual tease it and parlay it. So you got to okay. like it straight up too. Okay, yeah, I know what I want mine to be. Sorry, I want it to be. I want the UTSA line is fourteen and a half in play. Yeah, we'll find it. Okay, so I, I already bet that. on it. Fourteen and a half. Okay, I want that line for mine. So pretty big Unless dog. You want it. No, no, no. Pretty big okay. dog. Matro is a pretty big favorite. I'll try and pick something close then. How well, heavy? How heavy are you on Michigan State? How heavy am I? I'm just. I had to. I have all those free plays. I got to run through. So they're all two and a half units. I hate to. Make I don't really it. care. I don't really care about that. All right. Don't that's, base it off that. That's yeah. what I'm picking then, because I think there's a three and a half now. So the all-time sucker bet. I'm doing it. So we got the dogs by 23 and a half, Michigan State getting three and a half, and Travis Roadrunners getting 14 and a half. That's the play. Thanks for that reminder, Trav. Good call. That's how we wrap it up. Thanks for coming on, Matril. Expect some more appearances out of you. Thanks for having me, fellas. Good to be back. Thanks for being a yeah, thanks for being a loyal listener, Matril. We appreciate that. Appreciate the listen too, yeah. As a as a original member of That's Garbage Productions, That's Garbage Media, uh, this podcast holds a holds a special place in my heart. So you know, I'll, I'll give you boys a follow, a like, subscribe, leave a rating, a review, you know, all that good stuff. Give the guys uh, the num- Give the fans the number too if they want to send something. The numbers change, but I got it. I think it's easier. Oh man, yeah, I would not be able to rattle it's, that off. It's if I uh. Had to. Jackie Robinson, Jackie Robinson. <laughs> it's Kevin <Jackie>. Durant. <laughs> yeah, I've got it to, I think, Jackie Robinson, Jackie Robinson, Jackie Robinson. I think it's Ron Artest. Or Meta World Peace. Which one? Meta World Peace. Lawrence Taylor, I think, is the number. 4242 Ooh. Wow, nice. So uh, All right. just one more thing to note as we wrap up here. This will actually take us out. Hey, Daddy, just trying to reach Daddy. Uh, you make sure Daddy could call Daddy back. Uh, that'd be really good because I'm a little bit worried about Daddy. Um, just want to make sure that uh, Daddy's okay and that uh, Daddy's going to get the bed here soon. So give call, give uh, Daddy a call back. Uh, f-